We are so excited for our new show, Beauty and the Blade. I'm Ashley Park, and I'm here with my husband, Dr. Edward Park from Face and Body in Upland. Our show will be about beauty, plastic and reconstructive surgery, and healthy living. We will always have so much good information for you, and we plan to have a lot of fun here. So tune in every Sunday morning at 7.30, right here on Go Country 105. Oh, I want a beauty that will give me that glow. The kind of body that'll make them say, whoa. Get it right with the knife who slays. Good morning, listeners on Go Country 105. Yeehaw. I am Ashley Park, alongside with my husband, Dr. Edward Park. Howdy, y'all. Good morning. So today, let's talk about, this is going to be a very educational topic, because I actually think this is the most interesting procedure. Breast cancer reconstruction. Yes, near and dear to my heart. Yes. Um, as you probably, my wife of course knows, this is kind of what I started my practice with. When I was finishing a residency at Stanford, we trained hard and long with a lot of cancer reconstruction. And specifically when I came down to the Upland area, I started my practice here at Face and Body doing a lot of breast cancer reconstruction with my hospital across the street, San Antonio Regional Hospital. And it is by far just absolutely rewarding and, and these patients are inspirational to me. Yeah, and they're so thankful. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones that, you know, we look to that are survivors. Yes. And and oftentimes if I'm having a bad day and I've just had a consultation with a breast cancer patient, that is truly humbling. Yeah. Truly and, humbling. You know, with that, like before we get started in this, we have an amazing social group that has gone through this procedure. Um and you can always, if you're going through this or you've already been through the procedure and you want to talk to one of them, you can call us at 1-888-900-9065. Again, that's 1-888-900-9065 to give us a call on any questions regarding a consultation or even in this very important area as well. I'm Dr. Edward Park. And I'm Ashley Park, and we have a new show for you called Beauty and the Blades, Sunday mornings at 7.30. Tune in to learn about the latest and greatest in cosmetic surgery, health, and beauty overall. That's Sundays at 7.30 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. So what is the difference between reconstruction and or verse aesthetics? Yeah, that's a very, very good question. A lot of people, when they say, hey, you're a plastic and reconstructive surgeon, most of us think we're doing all the cosmetic stuff. And right. that is a large part of what I do. However, when we train, when I trained for six years during residency, we learn all areas of the body from head to toe, skin to bone. We are reconstructing leg defects. We're reconstructing cancer defects 
all over the body, whether it's breast cancer, it could be oral cancer. If someone has to resect the jaw, then we take the fibula from the leg and hook it up to reconstruct the jaw. We handle facial fractures, hand surgery, burn surgery, and cancer reconstruction is really at the core of what we learn. And we are taught that if we can reconstruct back to the norm, then we can enhance the norm to beautiful, which is aesthetics. So the backbone of, of aesthetic surgery really lies on a lot of reconstructive principles. Can you explain how, because I just, I love this procedure. It's very interesting. It's a long procedure. Mm -hmm. How do you do the procedure? Well, how do you perform it? Yeah, so there are two different, when I have a consultation, and I'll go briefly just through how, what breast cancer survivors go through, they obviously, when they're diagnosed, they'll come, they'll be a, with a team of a general surgeon and myself and an oncologist. So there's a team of us, a triumvirate of three. I coordinate with the general surgeon, then the reconstruction with the mastectomy at the same time. So that's a pretty long and scary procedure for them. They're doing the mastectomy and usually I'll do what's called an implant reconstruction. Mm -hmm. There are other tissue reconstructions, but we'll talk just about that. So they have to go through almost a year process because it's not only just that first surgery, I'm putting an expander in that breast. And what's an expander? So an expander is essentially a saline filled device that's got a port where you can inject it little by little with saline and it slowly expands the muscle and skin because the mastectomy has taken that all away and now we're expanding and reconstructing the breast. Right. And that's a, that takes a while to re-expand that area. Right. But, you know, hearing that, if I didn't really know much about it, I would think, oh gosh, that's a, that's scary. Like, are they in pain as you're expanding? Are they... Like that's a good question. They're actually not in pain. We just go little by little every two to three weeks. So that process, again, the number one thing is they, it's a long process where they have to be patient. And then they go through this about three months of expansion. Right. Yeah. And in every case, do you transfer a flap? No, not no. necessarily. So the flap transfer happens as a different way to reconstruct the breast. Okay. So usually we'll send those to a center that does these UCLA, Loma Linda, or those big centers that have a big team to do those types. They're a little bit more intricate and complicated. But if they have questions for this type of reconstruction, they can call 1-888-900-9065. Uh, once again, that's 1-888-900-9065. Looking for the best cosmetic surgery practice in the Inland Empire? Look no further than Face and Body, led by board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Edward Park. Our practice offers a range of surgical and non-surgical procedures to help you look and feel your best. Whether you're looking for a facelift, breast augmentation, or body contouring, don't wait to achieve the look you've always wanted. Contact Face and Body today at 909-981-8985. That's 909-981-8985 to schedule your consultation.
I love that these patients have the option of, because right after, you know, they don't have areola, they don't have a nipple. So how long after are they able to do the tattooing for the areola and the nipple creation? That's a really good question. So throughout that year process, once they've finished their expansion, then a second surgery is done at about six months where we remove the tissue expander and then place the implant in. Mm -hmm. And then they have to heal from that usually another two to three months, then we can do a nipple reconstruction. That's kind of the creative part of plastic surgery where I wish I could show you, but it's almost like origami where I lift up three prongs of the skin, like a star, we call it a star flap, and then fold it upon itself to create a nipple or a bump or a hump to, to be like a nipple. And then we let that heal. And then usually we get a tattooist to tattoo the areola and the nipple. And some of these tattooer, tattooists are amazingly creative yeah. and, and just so talented at making it look three-dimensional. Yeah, it looks so real. It looks amazing. Like sometimes you'll look and you'll be like, oh my goodness. Yeah, you wouldn't even know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty fantastic. But I think the most difficult part of this whole entire journey is the emotional yeah. struggle and, you know, of number one, am I, surviving cancer and beating cancer because they have to go through chemotherapy um, and really having that support system. I know that you've had family members too yes. and being on the other side, I mean, how did you support them? Um, so actually, to be honest, in that situation, I became, I mean, you saw this, like just because it was so emotional to me, I like, disengaged myself from them, which is like not the correct thing to do. I don't recommend that to anybody because somebody that's going through that, they do need the support system and sure. they need their family and friends. Yeah. Um, but that I, it was just so emotional for mm -hmm. me going through that. I had two family members that had two different types of cancer, but one of them was breast cancer. And, um, she's alive and healthy and um but it's also i guess what i got kind of like angry about or upset Same. i don't know if angry is the right word but i always thought to myself if i were to get diagnosed with breast cancer i would have a double mastectomy mm -hmm. because i wouldn't want it to ever come back so I felt like that for my aunt of like, no, you need to take both of them away. Yeah. We don't need this to come back, you know, but she made the decision to just do I remember one that. side. We, yeah. You know, she, and I didn't treat your aunt, but she, she definitely asked us a lot of questions. And, and for me, it's difficult. Yeah. As a family member, I had to try to put my brain on, okay, this is what I would recommend, um, without getting emotional, but right. definitely such an emotionally. Yeah challenging and time. I felt that I was like really bossy with that situation like no you're going to have this procedure you're going to you know and kind of telling her like I'm trying to make up the decision for her and I remember you stepping in because we also went through this during COVID right yes and I remember I was just like distraught yeah you know like I guess I was upset that she didn't take my decision. Yeah. <laughs> no, no well, you're not speaking even. from a nurse yes. standpoint, yes. you know, medical standpoint. Yeah. And, um, I remember you stepping in and saying, no, this is 
Every individual needs to make their own decision. Nobody can make it for them, not even the doctor. Um, so that was very tough. That emo that was an emotional roller coaster. I think it was super difficult because being in medicine and then even with our children, one of our children has severe asthma and we, it's difficult for us to get out of our intellectual heads. Yes. Which, um, yeah. but I think what we learned from that is the learning how to give the emotional support, right. which is ultimately what I tell my breast cancer patients, you know, listen, I, you know, you should have a strong support system, whether it's your family, you alluded to, there's a list of most gracious giving breast cancer patients that I've treated that offer newly diagnosed cancer patients. Hey, have them call me for any questions. Right. I mean, that it to me is just such an important outlet because, hey, they've gone through it. What are they, you know, what do they have to look forward to? How's it gonna be? How long is it healing? All this. I can't answer that nearly as well as a true survivor has. I'm Dr. Edward Park. And I'm Ashley Park. And we have a new show for you called Beauty in the Blades, Sunday mornings at 7.30. Tune in to learn about the latest and greatest in cosmetic surgery, health, and beauty overall. That's Sundays at 7.30 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. When a patient gets diagnosed with breast cancer, when can they have the mastectomy? Is it, do they have to ha be all completely done with chemo, radiation, everything? Yeah, and that varies a lot. And I actually would probably defer that to the surgeon and the oncologist. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of the caboose or the third part, if you will, to reconstruct based on what they've decided on that mastectomy. And a lot of it has to do with staging which means how far has, how big is it, how far has it spread, et cetera. So those types of, it's a very intricate, you know, evaluation of the cancer and, and all of that. But once again, they just need all, it, it's a little, I see them get kind of almost confused and overwhelmed right. with all that information. And so um, that's when they need that support, I think. Right. Yeah. And so if you want more information in this topic or any topic at all, please give us a call at 1-888-900-9065, 1-888-900-9065. Okay, I have a fun little thing to do. Let's do it. Smash or pass. Okay. Let's talk about I hear this more in a younger generation where okay. I'm talking about in the 20s. Mm -hmm. um, people are wanting buckle fat removal. What are your thoughts? Hmm, things that make you go, hmm. Well, here's the thing. What is buckle fat, right? So hard to describe over audio waves, but essentially if you were to touch your cheek and blow it up with like air, there's a fat pocket right in that cheek area, you know, the pouch of your cheek. When I think of buckle fat and when I see, I'm like, I always tell people, you know, it's almost when somebody has like that bulldog cheek, right? Where it's like right in that area, it's kind of hang. But I feel that these patients shouldn't do it until they see the way their face ages. Yeah. So the point being, yeah, do I, am I a fan of it? Not necessarily. I know there's other surgeons that do it and also in different cultures they do it. I'll give you an example. In the Asian culture, it's quite popular because genetically Asians tend to have a lot more volume and, and fat right. in our faces. And therefore, if I could 
gosh darn it, maybe I should do it. No. If I could take a little fat out of my cheeks, I could look like Brad Pitt and chisel, <laughs> right? That's kind of the goal uh, with buckle fat removal, but, um, but I'm not gonna do that because my feeling is I'm always looking at long-term longevity. When I turn 70, 80 and I truly have volume loss, I'm gonna look pretty hollowed out in those cheeks because those buckle fat is gone. So I'm gonna pass on the I would pass too moment. because I've seen in a lot of cases where somebody has this done, they get a dimple. Mm -hmm. Some people think that's cute, but you know. Not if you don't want one. Yeah, what if you don't <laughs> want the dimple? <laughs> right? I mean, there are some untoward effects and complications. There's nerves there too. Right. So you need to be very careful uh, when you decide on this and who you, whom you go to yes, and for buccal fat removal. Another option is because with, you know, with injecting. So if you have that buccal fat, we can really inject the face with derma fillers and give you a nice liquid facelift, mm -hmm. you know, and that to really, disguise. yes, to disguise the buccal fat, you know, we lift up the cheeks, lift up the jaw bone, the chin, pull out the chin a little bit and it really disguises it. Yeah, I think what you're alluding to in the aesthetics of the female face is to give it a really nice heart shape. Yes. And so the jawline is kind of slimmed. Um, you've even done, talked about like Botoxing the masseters, which is your chewing muscles on your jaw. So that's an option. Yes. To kind of slim the face. So right. a lot of, lot of tricks. Yeah. Yeah. Looking for the best cosmetic surgery practice in the Inland Empire? Look no further than face and body led by board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Edward Park. Our practice offers a range of surgical and non-surgical procedures to help you look and feel your best. Whether you're looking for a facelift, breast augmentation, or body contouring, don't wait to achieve the look you've always wanted. Contact Face & Body today at 909-981-8985. That's 909-981-8985 to schedule your consultation. Okay, so back about breast cancer recon. So I think I kind of want to delve into a little bit about the the idea of just creating wholeness again and body self-image. And you know, with cancer of any kind, I mean, number one, you're 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 dealing with life and death here, but there's also, I think, equal merit to restoring that rest or restoring to wholeness. So that then delves into aesthetics of, hey, I could look at a breast that after a mother has given many, many pregnancies and breastfeeding, they're down and low and deflated as well. So what we're trying to do here on an equal spectrum is kind of restore body wholeness, if you will. Because I mean, imagine their image of kind of being almost, not mutilated, but just removing a breast. I can't imagine how that would yeah, feel. Yeah, that's, that's another emotional state that they go through. And it's, right? you know, during the process, when we're seeing these patients, it's, I don't know if it's because I've had family members go through cancer, but it is a very, it's very emotional for me. Very emotional. Yeah. And seeing the process where, yeah, they're they're having a hard time through this pro you know, this, you know, procedure and the recovery. Right. But when they get to about a year or so mm -hmm. after going through and having, you know, their recon surgery, they've now had the tattooing, right. their nipple. It's 
they're so happy. I haven't seen any happier person than right? a breast cancer survivor once they're in remission. Yes. The reconstructions are all done and they're just ecstatic. And once again, to me, they're like my heroes. Like they have overcome near like the impossible. Right. It's pretty amazing. But I just can't imagine going through like, you know, even being in remission and you're going to check in with your doctor every mm -hmm. year and the not knowing so scary. That's that's gotta be tough. And yeah. That's why I think that we're gonna keep saying it that support system is really yes. important. Um, they can even call us at, you know, our office to, to give that support of which we are available at 1-888-900-9065. Again, that's 1-888-900-9065, but definitely not to be taken lightly. Um, our, our, all of our staff have probably all of them have had family members that have gone through right. breast cancer as well. I mean, we have, and it's so rampant. I've had, you know, my best friend in, or one of my closest friend's wife flew to Louisiana to get her breast reconstruction at a super young age. Mm -hmm. And I just remember how traumatizing, and she had a daughter at the time right, too. Right, that she was breastfeeding. Yeah, and I think that's how she found it. Yes. Looking for the best cosmetic surgery practice in the Inland Empire? Look no further than Face and Body, led by board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Edward Park. Our practice offers a range of surgical and non-surgical procedures to help you look and feel your best. Whether you're looking for a facelift, breast augmentation, or body contouring, don't wait to achieve the look you've always wanted. Contact Face and Body today at 909-981-8985. That's 909-981-8985 to schedule your consultation. I think awareness is really, really important for breast cancer. I strongly, definitely advise get that mammogram at age 40. If there's a family history, um, I believe it's 35 yes. uh, or even younger, based on what your doctor recommends, um, please don't skip those because, again, the rewarding part about breast cancer and the nice thing is most many, many of our patients are survivors and they're in remission. It's definitely treatable and even preventable to a certain degree. Right, and I feel like we're talking about this of like only females, but males too get Good breast point. cancer. Yeah, 1%. And you yeah. know, when we're talking about like, okay, when you're in the shower, do your breast checks. Mm -hmm. That's men and women. Yeah. need to be cautious of that. Yeah, awareness is, 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 is key. super key. I'm Dr. Edward Park. And I'm Ashley Park, and we have a new show for you called Beauty in the Blades, Sunday mornings at 7.30. Tune in to learn about the latest and greatest in cosmetic surgery, health, and beauty overall. That's Sundays at 7.30 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. Okay, to kind of break this up a little bit, mm -hmm. we have an email that came through. Debbie from Morovia emailed, Hi, Ashley and Dr. Park. I love the new show. I have excess fat in my thighs that I can't seem to get rid of with exercise. Mm. What are the different liposuction techniques available and which one would you recommend for targeting this area? Thanks. What wow. is it? Um, 
Well, liposuction is just one area to treat fat. And if we're looking specifically at the thighs, we gotta be very careful. It depends on how thin the skin is. And we know, you've seen it, the, the skin of the thigh can have kind of cellulite, looseness, rippling. Gosh, I hate that stuff. I know, I, I don't know how it feels. But um, if you do have loose skin, it's actually not a good idea to take fat out, whether it's liposuction or the other option is cryotherapy or cool sculpting, you may right. have heard of that. So is You've there anything, that. if you have thin skin, right? is there anything that you can do to kind of help your skin to cellulite not necessarily and so oftentimes if they're coming in and they have a lot of loose skin we're gonna have to perform like a medial thigh lift right which does involve kind of surgery yes going under the blade but um, if you do want any more information please schedule a consultation that is at 1-888-900-9065 once again 1-888-900 9065 and we'll go over all the op all the options but the best thing definitely schedule a consultation just for us to go over all those options whether it is medial thigh liposuction versus even cancer reconstruction but that's a really good question looking for a trusted and experienced plastic surgeon in the inland empire look no further than face and body cosmetic surgery led by board certified plastic surgeon dr edward park our practice offers a range of surgical and non-surgical procedures to help you look and feel your best with a passion for facial aesthetic surgery breast and body contouring dr park combines his delicate skills with a deep understanding of what patients want and need Contact Face and Body today at 909-981-8985. That's 909-981-8985 to schedule your consultation. Do you want to talk a little bit about your cool sculpting experience? Do you feel like it worked? Yes. Ooh. But, you know, I was doing it in the, like, a targeted area was my abdomen. Mm -hmm. um, but what happens is it gets rid of the fat, right? right. And it takes several sessions. Um, it gets rid of the fat, but is it gonna have, are you gonna have muscle tightening? No. Are you going to have skin tightening? No. Correct. And I am one of those patients that you were talking about with the thin skin, mm -hmm. you know, rippling, dimpling, all these. Jiggling. <laughs> oh my goodness. We want some areas of our bodies to jiggle, but you know, not a lot of them. True, 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 true. <laughs> But um, yeah, so what you're alluding to, cool sculpting, what's nice about it, I've done it myself as well. It's just a machine, it's non-surgical, and you just lay it over, I would call it like a bulge, if you will, right? So you don't wanna do it, it's not meant to replace liposuction and take out tons of fat. But right. if you have a small area, it lays on your skin area for about 35 minutes, and it basically freezes it, almost right. like you can say like frostbite and so it kills the fat cells slowly over time so what i always tell patients i'm like or our friends or whoever is interested i'm like okay you're, it's not going to be for a large area right? right but if you can pinch it you can freeze it that's a good one yeah but if you can pinch too much you may <laughs> want to consider liposuction so with a final um point to the consultation where I can go over all the different areas that's going to be at 1888 900 9065 1888 
900-9065. And um, there are so many different options. So it's really important that when you go up to your search and they, they go over all the pros and cons. Right. So cool sculpting is cool. I've done it. It's great. But it's only for the right area for the right patient. I'm Dr. Edward Park. And I'm Ashley Park, and we have a new show for you called Beauty in the Blades, Sunday mornings at 7.30. Tune in to learn about the latest and greatest in cosmetic surgery, health, and beauty overall. That's Sundays at 7.30 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. Okay, I have a little last question before we have to get off. Yes, dear. What is your favorite procedure to perform? Well, it's circling back to breast cancer reconstruction. I mean, we didn't delve into it, and I still perform these operations of flap reconstruction. What that means is I'm going to take a tissue, for example, your latissimus muscle, which is your back, carries a skin, a paddle of skin, and I swing it around to reconstruct the breast. By far, these types of suit, uh, uh, surgeries are just, they're intricate, they're complicated, they're creative, but they're awesome and rewarding for the patient. So those are definitely kind of one of my most fun procedures. And again, the patients, they're just super, super rewarding yes. and happy. Well, thank you for all of your interesting fun facts it and educational advice. Awesome. And it is time for us to go. That was quick. So if anybody has a question or they want to hear about a certain mm -hmm. procedure, you can call us at 1-888-900-9065. We had an amazing time with you. If you are interested in what we do at Face and Body, head on over to our website at face, the letter N, body.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at face, the letter N, body, plastic surgery. Also, if you have any questions, like we said, call us at 1-888-900-9065. That is 1-888-900-9065. We can't wait to be back here again on Go Country 105 next Sunday morning at 730. It's where you can hear all the fun facts about plastic surgery and our busy lifestyle. For our show at Beauty and the Blade, where beauty begins. Oh, I want a beauty that will give me that glow. The kind of body that'll make them say, whoa. Get it right with the knife who slays. Beauty and the Blade. Yeah, get it right with the knife who slays. Beauty and the Blade. Get it right with the knife who slays. Beauty and the Blade.